I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Entitled co-worker tried to hijack our wedding. Hey Reddit, I was listening to a bridezilla story and it reminded me of something that happened when my lady wife and I were planning our wedding in 1992. Part one, the wedding we wanted and had. My lady wife is the anti-Karen, the anti-bridezilla. On our first date, she found out a stack of restaurant coupons and said, where do you want to take me? We picked Pizza Hut's. Her engagement ring is a heart-shaped amethyst with two little diamond chips. I bought it at Kmart. She cherishes it. Her wedding dress did not come from a bridal shop. It came from the Sears catalog. It's a very simple white lace straight T-length dress with a cream underdress. It wouldn't be out of place at an afternoon tea. I bought my three-piece navy pinstripe suit since I needed a suit anyway. We wore the same clothes with different accessories to a costume party as a 1920s gangster and his mole. We had the wedding at our church. Our pastor was the real deal. He blessed the rings and when he handed them back, they were ice cold. We exchanged the old wedding vows, think King James Bible style. My lady wife nicks the obey though. A couple of my buddies found out at the last minute that they could make it and showed up. After we said our vows, they pulled out swords and made an impromptu arch for us to walk under. My wife's friends were upset and started yelling, nobody told us to bring our swords. Yeah, major sci-fi, fantasy, D&D, medieval geeks on both sides of the aisle. The reception was in the community room at the volunteer fire department that I belonged to. Not fancy, but so informal and chill and practically free. A local supermarket with an awesome hot food bar catered. Everybody had so much fun. My boss's boss, a good friend, gorgeous blonde, showed up in her little black dress and appropriately flirted with my buddies. I don't think anybody will forget the pillow mint fight that broke out. A few of my wife's older relatives seemed sort of confused at the antics at first, but ended up having a blast. My father-in-law had set a rough budget for the wedding in his head. My lady wife came in way under that, so he gave us the difference in cash at the reception. He was already paying for the honeymoon as his wedding present to us. The honeymoon was within a day's drive and was a huge deal for what we got. My wife remembers the complete total spent by us and her father as roughly $2,000 in 1992, which included the honeymoon. So that's under $4,500 today. 32 years together, 31 years married this October. Next anniversary, I'm going to take a page from my granddad and raise a toast to five years of wedded bliss. Part two, attempted hijacking. When my wife announced our engagement, one of her co-workers, not even a friend, apparently got wedding rabies. She was so happy and went over the top offering to help. My wife was doing the tiny amount of wedding planning that was needed, see above, as her maid of honor lived in New Jersey, we're in upstate New York, and had two kids to look after. My coworker insisted that it wasn't fair to my wife that the maid of honor wasn't doing the wedding planning. She kept trying to insert herself as the wedding planner. Yeah, nice of her to offer, but she wanted to arrange our wedding the way she wanted it. Whiskey? Tango? Foxtrot? No, we did not want frou-frou centerpiece thingies or any of that nonsense. The co-worker, not knowing my wife well, of course had zero clue what our tastes are. 
My wife's maid of honor was already making custom silk flowers for us and the tables as a wedding present. I think the co-worker was delusional enough to think that she could weasel her way into being the maid of honor. My wife kept politely but firmly shutting her down. The last straw was when the co-worker called me to tell me about the surprise bridal shower she was throwing for my wife so I could get her there. Oh, heck no. First, my wife was already going to have a bridal shower at our house. My father-in-law and I went down to the fire hall and watched baseball. Second, my wife hates surprise parties. Third, my wife would never have picked that restaurant. An overpriced steakhouse is the absolute last restaurant we would ever pick. And fourth, who the heck was the co-worker planning on inviting? She didn't know any of my wife's friends. So of course, my wife shut that down hard. She immediately called the co-worker and told her off. No meltdown, no yelling, no screaming, no bad language or insults, just pure anger, as hot and bright as a welder's torch. Cue tears from the co-worker. Boo-hoo, I was just trying to help. Nope, denied. We joke that you need to keep my wife away from breakable objects when she's angry. Cities, mountain ranges, that kind of fragile stuff. So, drama over and the wedding happened. And there we go. Can I just say, first and foremost, I absolutely love this couple and their values. They know that you don't have to splurge loads of money to have a good time. No one cares about loads of fancy stuff. As long as you guys are happy with whatever's going on in your life, then that's great. Everyone clearly had an amazing time at your wedding. You spent, let's be honest, so little money but had the best time like is that not the perfect combination it's brilliant for some reason there's this preconceived conception about weddings that you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on them but you guys have proven do the stuff that you actually like and you'll have the best time fair play to you two and also ignore entitled i don't even know what you can call her yeah a co-worker but she's obviously not a friend barely even an associate no idea why she was getting involved in the first place maybe a little bit of jealousy from her part i'm not entirely sure but yeah as i said you did very well to ignore her calmly and have the wedding that you always dreamed of ah and one more thing if you're wondering why op was saying lady wife well it's explained in a comment down below lady wife is an old british expression used somewhat ironically today like calling your wife the duchess or the queen preferably with a posh english accent it's funny cute and an expression of poke you in the ribs love well doesn't that sum up these two just perfectly now for our next entitled people story too racist to enjoy a tropical island and ends up paying the price i was just reminiscing about the absurdity of the situation that happened almost two years ago and i decided it's too good not to share i'll be honest it involves a lot of legal stuff that i'm not sure i'm talking about 100 correctly but i can assure you this story is true as is the end result this might be a long one so buckle up for context my mum is a traveling healthcare worker not a nurse nor a doctor just to clarify and we're from the us Usually her contracts last from eight weeks to nine months and she's worked all around the States. This results in an ungodly amount of airline miles that she likes to gift me so I can visit her whenever she's on contract. I get a nice vacation, she gets to see me, I get to see her, win, win, win. Two years ago, after I graduated and was living at my mum and her long-term boyfriend's house in a COVID lockdown-induced depression and existential crisis, my mother scored her first overseas contract on a tropical island for six months from June to the end of November. I'd gotten a trashy job in my hometown to start saving for whatever my next step was. Three months in, my mum realized the downside to being on a very small island where international travel to and fro was a pain in the butt. She was lonely. This prompted a very bashful phone call in which she asked me if I wanted to take a break from working and come stay with her for a while. 
I jumped at the opportunity and we made arrangements to get my passport renewed and booked a ticket for me to stay with her for the last few months of her contract. All of this context comes to the main character, another US-based traveler, also not a nurse nor a doctor, who was my mother's co-worker. Let's call her Mary. Mary, to put it bluntly, was racist as heck. And she was not enjoying getting paid to work on an island with crystal blue water on white sand beaches why because she failed to realize that she wouldn't be treating elite white resort goers no turns out the people who tend to be treated at the local hospital were the native islanders you know the people of color she was also a COVID denier trumper and anti-vaxxer really just a blast to talk to she was so livid about having to go to a grocery shop surrounded by poc not what she called them hints it starts with n and ends with r it didn't matter that she could go to the beach every day after work and was lodged in a multi-million dollar vacation home on one of the highest points of the island with the gorgeous view nah she was too busy recoiling at the sight of gasp melanin so yeah she hated being there and wanted nothing more than to leave She latched onto my mother for company and my mother reluctantly obliged her for a time due to aforementioned loneliness The main conflict of this story comes when my mother's contract began to reach its end while mary's still had a month to go Mary fought tooth and nail to renegotiate an early end of her contract, but was denied So what does she do? She just leaves like packs all of her stuff and departs to the u.s. Anyway, no biggie, right? She just doesn't get her remaining paychecks wrong here comes the beauty of contracts see the contract she agreed to comped her lodging on the condition that she fulfill her employment duties since she very clearly had no intention to the contract was therefore voided and the compensation for her lodging was promptly retracted she was now on the hook to pay back this country's health ministry for the several months of rent they'd paid to house her in that gorgeous vacation home with a beautiful view i'm not sure how much it would have been but I'm guessing a million at the very least. Mary was now not only a terrible employee in this country, but a literal fugitive. But she figured they could only arrest and charge her if she ever stepped foot back on their soil. So she wasn't concerned. Now she was mostly right, but that wasn't the only thing this country's government could do. They proceeded to ring up the good old US government, notify them of the charges and let them take it from there. They couldn't have her extradited, but they could ask the US to flag her passport until she paid them or faced charges. So the US government said, sure buddy, we'll do it. And they did. Mary can't leave the US anymore. She can't even go to Canada. She tried to join her friends on vacation in Mexico, but she wouldn't be allowed to cross the border. So if you ever think you screwed up a job really badly, just remember that you at least aren't an actual international criminal who can no longer leave the country. I'm not sure why her racist butt even wanted to go to Mexico. I heard there are a lot of Mexican people there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com yeah i heard that too funny really don't really know why a racist person would ever want to go there but uh yeah good luck to mary is what i'll say how good is carmen by the way guys i mean seriously and also it kind of just makes sense 
Like if this woman doesn't want to go to another country because she doesn't want to see or interact with their people or people of, of different color skins, then great, now she legally can't. It's surely it's a woman for everyone, right? Mary should be ecstatic with the news. She should be absolutely loving life, sitting in her little American house, never being allowed to leave the country. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Now for our third entitled people story of this episode. My entitled sister expects me to apologize for snitching on her after she tried to out me to our parents. So me, a 17 year old boy, and my sister, who is 14, have never gotten along. Not because she is only my half sister, but because she is an immature and spoiled female dog. For some context, about three days ago, I told my sister she should stop dating her boyfriend because he is too old for her. She did not take my lecture kindly, and she did the only thing her immature butt could think of, deciding to tell my mum and stepdad that I am gay. She found out that I'm gay a few months ago after she burst into my room when me and my boyfriend were making out, and she's been threatening me that she will tell our parents ever since. The thing is, they already know, but I never told her to give her a fake sense of superiority. And ever since, she's thought she had me at her finger. Well, it seems like my sister finally decided to reveal my secret. So what she thought was about to be a session of my parents yelling at me or something turned into an intervention on her insensitive behavior, as our parents put it. She just complained about how I was the bad guy because I was blackmailing her. But I wasn't about to let her get away with trying to ruin my relationship with my parents. So I did the only reasonable thing I could. I told them about her boyfriend, who by the way is 17 turning 18 in not even two months. Meanwhile, she just turned 14 in June. What? That is highly illegal. Oh my God, I did not think it'd be that serious. So you can imagine how angry our parents were when they found out she was dating a guy over four years older than her. At first, they scolded me for not telling them earlier and helping my sister cover this up. You know what? I actually kind of agree with that. That is literally illegal. You should have told them as soon as you found out. At the end, we both got our punishments. Mine was about a 20, 30 minute lecture for not telling them right away. And she got her phone and laptop taken away. Dad cut the Wi-Fi on her TV, and also she isn't allowed to go out. These restraints will stay until the end of summer, which honestly isn't that much if you ask me. The day after, I was met with my sister in my room telling me that she deserves an apology because you freaking, and then insert the F slur here, ruin the rest of my summer and all my plans. I told my parents what she said and the punishment was extended until October. So Reddit, does my idiot of a sister deserve an apology? Well, I don't really know what she deserves, but let's just, let's just, you know, think, think of the, well, focus on the most important things here. First of all, like this is highly illegal what's going on here. A 17, almost 18 year old man going to become a man like legally is in a relationship with your 14 year old sister what the, i mean forget all the other stuff like i don't want to kind of brush it under the carpet because it's bad as well but first of all let's focus on that that is illegal i mean i don't know necessarily which country it takes place in but i'm pretty confident it's going to be illegal in whatever country that is the most important thing secondly honestly i kind of feel a bit bad for your sister yes she is 14 she she needs to know way better than that but 14 is still a young age. There's enough time to educate her and make her realize that she's just being horrible and, and needs to change her ways. When I was 14, I wasn't saying stuff like this, but I'm pretty sure I had not that much common sense and probably said some things that I now regret. Let's just be completely frank. Not to this extent, but there's still time for her 
to, to get back to, to normal with a with a good amount of education. I, I just can't get my head over the fact that there is a 17 slash 18 year old man in a relationship with a 14 year old. That is crazy and your parents are right. That is the thing that you both need to be punished for, for not telling them sooner. Thankfully, you did eventually tell them because, oh my God, if that, could, if that carried on, could have been absolutely catastrophic. <sighs> Look, it's easy to jump on jump on the bandwagon and say your sister's a bad person for calling you the F slur and all that stuff. And yeah, she, look, she is, obviously. But just first and foremost, make sure that she's all right. Because a 14-year-old going out with a 17, 18-year-old, she's being taken advantage of there. It's important to make sure that she is safe and that guy is locked up. Now for our final story of this episode. Bizarre woman tries to steal my fries at the food court. This happened at the food court at my local mall the other day. And it's weird how boundaries and basic social conventions seem not to apply to some people these days. So me and my wife go to the mall and decide while browsing that we're going to get some food. We go. My wife says she's not hungry, but I get a burger and fries and then start eating. Halfway through, my wife says she is in fact hungry and she's going to steal some fries. Fair enough. I let her take some fries and she eats them. Now I wonder in the history of mankind, how many times this exact interaction and event has taken place. I don't know. Get in the comments down below. What do you think? A little while later, I've started on the burger and my wife says she needs the bathroom and walks off. And I have some fries left on the side of my plate. I look down to use my phone as I get a DM from someone and then I hear a rustling sound at the side of the plate. I look up thinking my wife has come back and has decided that she wants more and say, hey honey, guess you've made some extra room for more fries. And then spot that, no, it's not my wife. There's some random woman, mid-30s, putting her hand in my plate about to grab the fries. She laughs and says, Wow, suddenly we're super acquainted, aren't we? I laugh out of disbelief and say, Excuse me? Why are you trying to steal my food? She acts offended and says, Well, you let the other woman sitting by you steal some fries, and you clearly don't want these, so I thought I could have them. I explain that the other woman sitting by me was my wife but she's just some random person who I don't know and doesn't have any right to my food as I hadn't invited her. She just rolls her eyes, snorts, lets go of my fries, and then walks off. I sit there for a second in disbelief that someone just tried that. And my wife comes back and asks what the woman storming away from my table wanted. I explain what just happened and we both laughed as it was weird, inappropriate, and something that most people should probably have learned way earlier than someone who seemed in her 30s. I'll just take this stranger's food without asking. It's certainly an interesting take on things, but not one I agree with. Yeah, as far as hot takes go, I think I'll have to uh, agree with that. If you see a woman on the table with someone else, uh, they're clearly like together in some form, doesn't have to be in a relationship, just even friends or whatever, like sitting at the same table, and they're eating a little bit of someone else's food, that same person that they're on the table with. You don't just go, oh, that food must be for free then, and go up to it. Ugh, it is just bordering on ridiculous. In fact, it's not bordering on ridiculous. It just is ridiculous. And that is the beauty of this subreddit. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.